You are listening to Embrace the Chaos Podcasts with your hosts, Ruben and Marina DeAnda from GLB Church. Thank you for joining us as we lean into the joys and chaos of marriage and family life. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Embrace the Chaos with Ruben. And Marina. We are so happy that you get to join us again. We are uh, excited about our podcast episode today and excited about our theme of embracing the chaos because we feel like, you know, we've talked about this before, that uh, our lives are chaotic and instead of running away from the chaos, we want to run into it and we want to embrace it. We want to be able to live through uh, the chaos. And a lot of the chaos that we have in life is our relationships because relationships are unpredictable. Yeah. Um, people are unpredictable. And I know for men, especially, it's easier to go to hobbies or to work. Uh, and relationships can be challenging for men because it's unpredictable, especially yeah. our marriage relationships or our relationships with our children. So, yeah. And I think for women, we tend to just bottle things up or we'll hold on to it. And, but we're not really embracing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing today is, uh, as our, in our last episode, we talked about how we want to uh, have some conversations with different members uh, of our congregation. Marina and I uh, lead a church here in Greater Long Beach area, uh, Long Beach, California, and um, and we want to interview some people in our church just to hear their stories and what yeah. they've gone through. Because I feel like we can not not just me, but I think we both feel like we can learn so much. Just yeah. by listening to one another's stories, and yes. hopefully, what we what you hear today will benefit you and bless you and help you and encourage you um, in your own chaos. Uh, so I'm excited to introduce uh, our guest. Actually, Marina, why don't you introduce our guest? Oh, today? thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the mic. <laughs> I've talked enough. Um, well, we are very excited and happy to have our friends Johnny and Rochelle Cook here with us. Hey guys. And uh, yeah, say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Same time. Hello. <laughs> In sync. And uh, they're amazing couple and they have three beautiful kids. Beautiful children. Mm. Beautiful. They make good kids. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And they're very photogenic. Uh, our Rich- kids, not us. Well, Rochelle is. I'm not. She, is, Rochelle, is beautiful. Yes, Johnny, you, you're, you're she, not too she, bad. She's a good one. She knows the truth. <laughs> well, you let's both just made- say, let's just say Johnny married up. Well, they both yes. made the babies, so he deserves yeah, some credit. Help. Yeah, he deserves some credit. So, not much, but. I'll take it. <laughs> so humble. Well, it's good to have you guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for. Um, you know, just being willing to share your story. Cause you know, when I think about you guys, I think about perseverance and I think about faithfulness and Mm -hmm. I know it hasn't been easy. Um, but I love your story and I think that I've learned a lot from you guys and I know that our listeners will be able to do the same too. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So let's get into it a little bit. Um, What um? Well, why don't you share? Why don't you guys share a little bit? What do you What do you guys actually just do for a living? And yeah, share a little bit about yourself. About yourself you know? Yeah, you can go first. Can go first. So I am a hospice social worker. Um, that's how I met Johnny. Was when I went to grad school in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Mm, I actually Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. So I actually applied to Cal State Long Beach for grad school, thinking I'd end up there and just for fun 
applied to other schools out of state, but Long Beach was the one that rejected me. Oh, no! <laughs> and, and then the other schools accepted me, and then I ended up choosing Pittsburgh. So it was totally a God thing, because yeah. that's where I met Johnny. Yeah. And we got married and had our first baby, wow. Zoe. Yeah, and so I do social work um, full-time, and then on the side, I do photography. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing photography. Thank you. She did our family picture. Yes. Oh, that's right. I forgot and about that. it was amazing because that was the most stressful situation <laughs> of my life. You guys life. did it. You have four kids. And we were actually, <laughs> well, I was mad at him that whole time. So whole I was, time. I don't know if I told you, but I was thinking the whole time, this is a tangent, but I was thinking the whole time, <laughs> this is a waste of time Aww. because I'm mad and I'm going to be like, I'm going to come across as like, it's to come out in the pictures. Yes, yes. But But Rochelle made us look great. (laughs) Magic. Magic. No, you guys are great. You guys have such a beautiful family too and super fun. So, But you are really talented. So thank you. you. Well, I think that that's even just like a testament to you guys and your faith and your marriage and embracing the chaos. Mm -hmm. Because even that situation. That was chaotic. You know, it was chaotic, but you made it through it. I mean, you're here right now. You don't hopefully feel that way. I'll accept that. Yeah. No, we're good. We're good. So, um... Uh, I just want to mention to our listeners too that what's the name of your photography? Eden K. Eden K. Okay, so we're gonna put that in our in our Eight. notes and stuff so yeah. that people can check it out. Um, so yeah, very cool. cool. So you guys met. So you met Johnny while you were in grad school. Yes. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was part of the Orange County Church. Yep. Before I moved out there. And when I went out there, I wanted to meet the church during my orientation, and that's when we connected. Okay. And just kind of started a friendship. Got it. And he helped me out a lot when I first moved out there. Hmm. Yeah. Because, Johnny, Johnny, you're from Pittsburgh. I am, yeah. yeah. Right? Even though I wear an Eagles hat and I'm a, I bleed <laughs> green. Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. We're not going to get into that I'm right now. I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got yes. it. So, uh, I don't know what any of that means, but. Gr- the Eagles. Oh, football. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Um, colors are green. Green. From Philadelphia. Okay. He's from Pittsburgh where the Steelers yeah. are at. Oh, okay. Yeah. NFL on, football. Steelers. So now, how long have you guys been married now? <laughs> Eight years. Eight years. Eight and years. so you guys moved back out here to California. Okay, wait, though. Wait a well, minute. Yeah. I want to know, like, what... Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I just want to know, like, when you... Okay, like, when you figured it all out in your head who she was... Yeah. Like, what were your first thoughts? Like, what went through your head? So, uh, funny enough... Um, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. I Embrace yourself. Embrace the chaos. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I actually avoided her the entire night. Yeah, he didn't night. talk to me. He opened the door for me and then... Uh, yeah, I opened the door, <laughs> figured out who she was, and I was like, all right, I got to go do something. But it, 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 it wasn't... Uh, how do I explain it? I was... I can say this, right? We're married. I was so attracted to her, and she was so different than anybody oh, in Oh, so Pittsburgh. she made you nervous. She, well, it, I... I felt so strongly about her that I wanted to avoid her because I didn't want to mess up. So yeah, I guess yeah, I guess yeah, she, she made me a little nervous. bit nervous. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of clammed up, you know. So yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of avoided her the whole night. But then we built a really strong relationship through text and IM and phone calls because she was three hours behind me mm-hmm. uh, in time wise time yeah. zones. So if I would like get back from like a prayer at the river with my roommates, you know, all the single brothers in my house. Um, you know, at like midnight, it would still be like nine o'clock here, right? 12, 11, 10. Yeah. Like nine o'clock here. So I would like be on fire and I would want to like talk to somebody. So I would like give her a call and it would be nighttime for me, but you know, 9 PM for her. So she was, you know, still awake and I don't know, she was just really warm and accepting and she just loved, you know, that stuff. So I just built that, that Mm. connection with her. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rochelle? What did you think of with Johnny? Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, let's get into that. I don't think I had the 
initial interest at first. We definitely Don't built lie. a friendship first. <laughs> well, okay. So little background. I was coming from like a toxic relationship before I got baptized. So it was one of those, like, I don't need mm-hmm. to be dating anybody or mm-hmm. seeking any relationships right now. I'm trying to move out to another state, which is right. a big deal. Right. Um, and so a lot of people were nervous about me because I was kind of a baby Christian moving across the state. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there was a lot going on. And if anything, I, I had a lot of good relationships with males in the church too. So I'd kind of just, I was like, oh, it's That's another brother. So she's trying to say she put me in the friend zone. Yeah, oh. she was in the friend zone. Yeah. She was in the friend zone for a little bit. <laughs> that's just where she was at, that's, right? Yeah. That's yeah. where she was at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> but whenever she moved, I... I tried to do everything in my power to make her comfortable. Yeah, to, he got my bed. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I, not in her bed. I no, physically we got, gave her. We, yeah, we got you. What she means. We know what she means. Yeah, but I mean, to to a fault. Uh, <laughs> I tried to do everything to make myself appear great. Right. You, know you were I mean? serving her. Yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, I was peacocking. Yeah. You were trying to win he, her over. What? <laughs> I mean, I just think you're trying to win okay, her over. Okay, so her, yeah, win her over. Let's, okay. yeah, yeah, let's stick with that. Yes. When, whenever a peacock spreads yeah. his, okay. his feathers, <laughs> sure. they're trying to attract the, you know, all right. Yeah. All this right. is going to be great. Yeah, this is, we're <laughs> totally not even on the top. Let's just keep going. Okay. But really, what had happened was we were actually pursuing other relationships yeah. when he, like, confessed his it's love. True. Me. I actually would, oh, I would set up dates with this other brother, like as like a double, uh-huh. uh, and I would plan everything, and he would be super on board, and but it, he would be he was housing her. the brother that was like taking yeah, me from, out. from Virginia Beach. Um, actually, I just talked with him yesterday. Oh, uh, oh uh. But yeah, so it was it was just this this like this weird time. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then here we are. But then here so we are. So then you profess your love and want her over, and yeah. I, I did. Nice. Uh, I wouldn't recommend how I did it, but yeah. I did. I wrote her this like two page love letter and confessing all of my feelings for her even before we were even dating. And yeah, she cried. Oh. And then the next day, he said she didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> oh, so I, I did not say that. I think I just needed a beat because yeah. it was a lot. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Do you guys know uh, Sam Lang, his son Jonathan Lang? He was a part of the Pittsburgh ministry then. And him and his wife Talia Stanton, well, Talia Lang now, they were like rooting for us. Like they wanted us to get together. Yeah. So they would like set up uh, like double dates with us so uh-huh. that we could get together and like uh-huh. have time. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, like, like this is Jonathan Lang. Like he says that it's all like, yeah, like my feelings are, you know, that, that's, that this is right. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that then is he, hilarious. Yeah. He told me the day after he was like, uh, "He's like, I think you went too far, bro." <laughs> so yeah, he got a little too excited. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, in the end, it worked out. We're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she had eight years on me. Eight Maybe. years later. Yep. Three yeah. kids. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what are the ages? So Zoe is seven. Mm-hmm. Roman is four, and Quinn just turned two in October. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Terrible twos. Time is flying. She's yeah. sass. Lots of sass, oh. a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, uh, can we kind of move, move yeah. into the, yeah. uh, the Absolutely. Meet, yes. the time that, the, so you guys moved out here. Yes. To Long Beach and, um, and, uh, and then went through some challenging times mm-hmm. in your guys' relationship, yeah. individually in your relationship with God, obviously, yeah. but even in your marriage. So can you, can you kind of walk us through a little bit what happened when you got here? 
And then also share too what you do because I know that. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. We forgot to to do that. I feel like I just always share it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I I guess I'm I'm on staff at the GOB Church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am the (laughs) I'm the the creative director Mm -hmm. for the media team. Um, So trying to spread the gospel in a digital environment because that's where we want to reach people. Yeah. Um, And your background is. it, you know, creative agency marketing, mm-hmm. um, specifically focused in education. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, design, traditionally trained, um, digitally trained, uh, development as well. So it's kind of like the, the full gambit, yeah. jack of all trades type situation. Yeah. Nice. And you're doing a great job. You oh, are doing, doing a great job yes, here. Thank you. It's always good to hear yeah. that from my, my bosses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. Um, so yeah, why don't you bring us into that kind of, you got here. Yeah. yeah. You got a, You had a pretty solid job situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you had a house, right? Well, kind or of. Kind of. My mom. Yeah. We. One of the things we moved. Another reason why we moved back here. It was early 2015. No. 14. End of 2014. Late 2014. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mom has some health conditions too, and so we moved in with her to help take care of her and be with her. Um, what What do we say? Three Three months tops. And then three months turned into six months. And yeah, and we're still in the house. And we're six still in the house. <laughs> <into> six years. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. But, um, but yeah, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, my mom's independence is just uh, wasn't what we thought it would be. And so yeah. she's in a boarding care home now, but Got we rent it. her house to help pay for the, the care it. that she's in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. So yeah, why don't you walk us through a little bit kind of what happened uh, in the first what was that a first year that you guys were here pretty much? Right? Yeah. First yeah. few months. Yeah, I'll say like probably the first six months. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, do you want to get like specifically into like the the, the discussion? Just go at your own whatever, pace. Yeah, yeah whatever. whatever you want to share yeah. in regards to the. Yeah. Uh, well, I think for me, personally, and both both personally and like in our marriage, um, I was coming from a headspace uh, of bitterness uh, and. I think I, I just wanted a break, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I still wanted to, to come to church, but I wanted to like sit in the back and I didn't want to be bothered and I didn't want to have any responsibilities and I didn't want to do anything, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I was already kind of on my way out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I think the, the thing that really kind of broke me, I guess, would be, um, the, the miscarriage that we had. Mm. And uh, I mean, feel free to jump interject. in and interject because I'll be tearing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can edit that out, right, bro? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. We won't. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think then, uh, like, I definitely stuffed a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuffed all that stuff. I pushed all that stuff down mm-hmm. um, so that I wouldn't feel it. You know. So it's kind of hard to talk about now. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately, the the things that I kind of struggled with before I moved, um, like I, I didn't deal with them properly. Mm-hmm. And then whenever this happened, I was like, man, because I'm this way, because I struggled in this area, because I failed this way, like God took my- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just felt like I was being punished. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. God took my child from me. Yeah. Um, and that it was all my fault. <laughs> Gosh, 
still uncomfortable. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great, John. Thank you. For, no, oh. I know it's hard, but That's thanks hard. for being vulnerable. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now he's got. So now he's, he's got the nervous laughter. Laughing is my defense mechanism. So bear with me, audience. Yeah. Yeah. So I just felt like. I felt that the death of, you know, or the miscarriage was, was 100% my fault. Mm. Like, um, because of the things that I hadn't given up in my life or the way that I was feeling or, or, you know, whatever, yeah. I, was just, I just felt like I was being punished. Mm. Um, and I, I think I still kind of feel that way a little bit. Mm. Um, but you know, moving, moving on and getting better and, you know, yeah. healing from that stuff. And yeah. it's been what, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, uh, I think because I had those feelings it it made me, or I created these walls, mm-hmm. uh, between people, between, you know, my wife, mm-hmm. between, you know, my daughter that was already born, mm-hmm. um, my mother-in-law, like there was huge wedges that, that I put up. And, uh, you know, I think that ultimately was, wasn't the only reason why I decided to leave the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like th- it was the driving it triggered. Force. Yeah, it was yeah. it was the straw that, that you know broke the camel's back. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just gave up on mm-hmm. everything. Mm. Uh, I yeah, I have like so many memories of of that time and wow. like the work situations and uh, like uh, so there were two other guys on the team that I led at the agency. Um, their wives were also pregnant and we, all three of us were like a month apart. Mm. Um, and, uh, I had, we, we had a photo shoot for Zoe. Uh, she, we dressed her up as like a superhero like announcement. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she was, you know, super Zoe no longer needed to look for her, her sidekick because, mm. you know, Aww, they yeah, were going to be born yeah. on you know whatever date. So it was fun. Like that whole experience. Mm-hmm. And I designed the, you know, the announcement card and we sent it out and I sent it to the whole office and everyone was like, Oh my gosh, like there's, you know, Mo and, and Jeff, their, their wives are also pregnant. So mm-hmm. it was like this big thing, you know, I just felt really good. It was like bonding with my team and with the, the, the company. Cause I was still new there as well. Got it. Yeah. Um, so it just felt really good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I can remember going to that doctor's appointment mm-hmm. and, uh, like the, the doctor definitely did not have, uh, like a good bedside manner at all. Oh, gosh. Um, he basically was like, well, you know, it's no big deal. Uh, you know, statistically, the chances of you having a miscarriage are pretty high. And, you know, so he just made me feel yeah. like yeah, she help. was a st- statistic and like mm-hmm. it was a normal thing, even though it, I think it, it's, it's common, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly. Yeah. But uh, it just. In the it, moment. It, yeah, yeah. It wasn't delivered yeah. well yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that kind of affected me as well. And I remember driving back to the office after that appointment mm. and uh, like I, I I, my boss called me to talk about uh, like an app that we were working on or something or probably like a website. And uh, I just explained to him like what had happened. And he was like, oh my gosh, like you just take the rest of the day, mm-hmm. you know, go be with, with your wife and, you know, take tomorrow off too. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I, I remember taking the time, but I don't remember being with Rochelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so I, that, that's something else that I, I still kind of deal with now. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like I abandoned her because I was like an unable 
because I was unable to even like function properly. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> gosh. Well, you're doing good. I spent. I, I. Yeah. I cried enough. I think during that time, if you don't remember. Yeah. Well, maybe you can share with us yeah. like what. How what you, I experienced. What yeah. you experienced, yeah. So yeah. it was a surprise pregnancy, right? I feel like a handful of our pregnancies are surprised. <laughs> I know, that's what happens when you have right? Like, but because we had Zoe, we, yeah. that was my only experience being pregnant, and it was, so we just thought, oh, we've had one full-term healthy baby. It, yeah. We didn't, it wasn't something that we had anticipated. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like John said, we shared the news, uh, did the whole, like, announcement thing, and... So when we went to the, or I was at the appointment, um, we just thought it was pretty routine. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought it was just going to be a regular routine visit. Um, but what had happened was the doctor just said that they couldn't find the heartbeat. Mm. Like it's the baby's there, but there's no heartbeat. Yeah. Um, they were giving the options of doing like, I, forgot, like, I don't know, remember what it stands for, like a DNC mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. a procedure to mm-hmm. have the baby mm-hmm. removed. And I was like, no, I just, you know, miscarriage naturally. Um, but that's when Johnny came in because he was coming from work. And it was just oh. one of those like, oh, you know, I'm so glad you're here kind of thing. And gave the news to Johnny. And so it was just like an awkward, yeah, su- yeah, surreal yeah. kind so of. So they had told you before he yeah, got there. Got yeah, it. yeah. Yes. So it, This is the first time I'm hearing this. Like, oh. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. And so that's all I really, it's like bits, it's five years ago, so I, Remember bits yeah. and pieces of it. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple follow-up appointments after that. And what it was is I, my body was like holding on to the pregnancy. They called it like a mis- miscarriage. Uh-huh. Like I wasn't um, miscarrying. And so right. they ended up, I had to use some medication to help with that process. Mm. So, um, so even that, it was kind of like a traumatic yeah. experience. Yeah. And I know Johnny oh was going through a lot too, because I think just moving to a new place is already a big deal and an adjustment and transition. Yeah. Then you're living with like, oh, your in-law. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> and then now we have this pregnancy. Okay, awesome. Let's celebrate. But then now it's, it's a miscarriage. It's a loss. So it mm. was a lot on Johnny. And like he was sharing, of just harboring some bitterness from our time and Pittsburgh, mm. um, and just kind of carried it over because, yeah. you know, you don't deal with it. So, um, so what happens whenever you're a crappy Christian, yeah. right? You don't deal Stop. with it. Stop. <laughs> my gosh. <sighs> me, me. That's what happened to me. There's always growth, Johnny. There's yeah. always growth. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. But yeah, it, it was, I think it, it took weeks. I think I like finally like fully, mi- I was like into my second trimester when I finally yeah. like miscarried. Oh. And if it's two TMI, I ended up. Because we wanted to still, I don't know, it's, how do I explain it? If it's TMI, because it's like, when I, I don't know how other women has gone yeah. through that experience, yeah. but it's yeah. like, I, <laughs> should I share? Yeah. Yeah, Just so me. I collected what I could. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, and then we did this thing with Zoe, because Zoe knew I was pregnant. I mean, yeah. she did the whole yeah. photo shoot for us and was excited to have a yeah, baby brother yeah, yeah. sister. Right. Um, so we had a little burial in our backyard. Okay. Yeah. She drew a picture for wow. the baby. Wow. Yeah. So you just felt like you needed to do that too, yes. to to grieve. Yeah. Right? It was like part yeah. of my grief, like something tangible, physical, because it really is. It's just yeah. this like silent loss because no one really... Wow. It wasn't a baby that we got to hold. Yeah. So, um, it's yeah. T- uh, yeah. So, and how, how was that for you going through that? Because you, I mean, 
as the, I, I mean, I know it's hard on both, yeah. you know, mom and dad, mm-hmm. but you had to physically, yeah, like emotionally, right? But physically oh, you had hard. to yeah. experience all that and go I, through all that. Yeah, it was hard. I remember breaking down a whole lot, especially because my body just wouldn't let it go naturally. Mm. I think I was even holding on to like, okay, let's just pray for a miracle. Mm. Maybe something will change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even have... Um, a, I'll say a cousin <laughs> who's an ultrasound tech and like snuck me in and he like to see what was going on. I was like, okay, maybe this is it. Like, you know, there'll be a heartbeat yeah. this time around. Yeah. And it just wasn't, you know, what we wanted. But it, yeah. so there was a lot of disappointment in that. Like, why is this even such a thing yeah. to get pregnant and then yeah. Uh, yeah. to lose the pregnancy? And so, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of, a lot of tears shed. Yeah. Zoe was really sweet. I remember her always like, she was probably, I don't think she fully understood at that time. For sure. Yeah. But when she, she sees was, mama crying. Yeah. Then she was what, like one and one and a like half, two. maybe two. Yeah. yeah, she was two. But she would, you know, was really sweet about trying to comfort me and yeah. things like that. And yeah. she t- she talks about, okay, so my photography is called Eden Kate in honor of that baby. baby. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we never knew the gender. We're like, okay, it was mostly my decision. <laughs> I was like, I like the name Eden. <laughs> it seems unisex. And so... Um, so Zoe will, you know, talk about Eden as like the the baby we didn't get to oh, to meet. Yeah. So there's four, wow. there's four of them really. Well, Zoe, Zoe is like what I what I what I see about mm-hmm. her. She's actually like really like mature and insightful mm-hmm. for her age. Yeah. So I think that I mean she probably did understand a lot at yeah. that time. Yeah. Right. I think so too. What do you think? I yeah, mean, I mean, I, I think that Zoe's like a little mama. Yeah, like she'll, she'll take care of things, you know, like yeah. if there's, if she knows that someone's younger than her, she instantly like turns into like protector, yeah. like helper. She'll do anything that she can to, to help out. And I mean, I love that about her sometimes to a fault because I'm like, man, like I want you to have like a normal childhood. You don't mm. need to yeah. always have like this responsibility, yeah. you know, yeah. but she, she like, she enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? That's she, her nature. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So it seems like, um, obviously there was a grieving process mm-hmm. through, yeah. through the whole thing, but then afterwards, it seems like both of you dealt with it differently. Yeah. Right. And separately, yeah. would you say? Yeah. Oh yeah. And not yeah. to get like, right. Yeah. Not for together. sure. Like not yeah. together. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe you can speak to that a little bit, like kind of what happened after, like you just, yeah, I know Johnny, you just mentioned that you basically all the bitterness plus the the sentiment of of guilt uh mm-hmm. because of the miscarriage and mm-hmm. and you're kind of maybe the way that you felt like god viewed you mm. um prompted you then to make a decision to just give up on to run away and yeah. on and run away from your relationship with god plus people plus your yeah. marriage maybe you can share a little bit about that like what you know those are so much how long that was for that was a few years that was how long was I out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I left the church for four years. Yeah, yeah. four years. So, so in so, maybe you can share a little bit about that, and Rochelle. Maybe you can share a little bit about what, what, how you experienced watching Johnny go through that, plus yeah. your own grieving. I mean, there's a lot there. Yeah, so. it was a lot. Yeah, it was hard because, so we. I think we both took a little bit of a break, you know, for us to heal, or me even physically too after it, and then when I was ready to come back to church, I just remember Johnny saying that he wanted to take a break. Mm. And I was like, oh dear. Like, yeah. But I just thought it was like maybe like another month or something. <laughs> like he's gonna, you know, just try to work things out. Um, 
And honestly, that that's how I felt at that time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just wanted to just a little, bit. a little bit of time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I was ready to go back to church and like bring Zoe too, because she loves church and and kids kingdom and all that, and kind of bring her back into the community. Because I think we probably took like about a month off mm-hmm. too after the miscarriage. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and so as time went on, I think it was just really challenging. Like I felt like there's multiple losses. Okay, because Johnny's break turned into years <laughs> and so um just feeling like I was almost like having like another life like going to church or going mm. to these functions because Johnny just kind of really became yeah. an introvert during that time he didn't really want to deal with people so it's like to the outside I was like almost like the single mom bringing the kids to church and missing that partnership so yeah. I felt like yeah, it was a loss of the baby and then a loss in a partner, like a spiritual partner too. Mm. So it was hard. I had a lot. I remember going to church sometimes, breaking down. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I even here? <laughs> but, yeah. but I just tried to persevere through it. And I, and there was a lot of good support in the church too. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. How was yeah. like, so how was your marriage at that time then? How was like your communication? Mm, I'm so yeah. curious to hear your answer. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we talked about it. But um, no, we, I think we were just doing things separately. We're kind of like cohabitating almost. What is, what is that phrase? Ships passing in the night? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I was, you know, I was taking yeah. care of my mom and yeah. had Zoe and he was working and yeah. And so we never really um, we just never really well. dealt with it. You yeah. never talked about it. So yeah. you didn't. Really com- there was just it. no communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was there was wow. there was none. Mm-hmm. And that, I I think that was on both of our parts, but mm-hmm. um, I think that it was mainly on mine mm-hmm. because I I just put up so many walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anytime that she would try to talk about it or like get me engaged or involved, I would just be like, No, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is dumb. Like, why are you making me do this? You know, I can yeah. remember saying like words like that, like really harmful things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, and you had said that he became an introvert, which is so not who we know you I know. to be. Yeah. No, because yeah. even in our dating relationship, when we first got married, we were always the hub where we would have barbecues at the house. We'd always had people inside the house, mm-hmm. but it was like the shift of like, I don't even want to talk to whomever mm. or if somebody would invite us somewhere it was just me and the kids kind of thing yeah. yeah um so I know he was going through a lot and I think for me it was overwhelming because I was going through a lot too I didn't know how to help John except to just pray for him and um yeah it just God's time it just took <laughs> took longer than a month <laughs> yeah. did yeah. you ever want to just grab him and just shake him like, <laughs> yeah. well no I remember because <laughs> I, I do remember even like talking to you and I really appreciate your support during that time of like there was that fine line of like you don't want to be the wife that nags yeah but you just had to let nice. him do his thing and <laughs> yeah I remember yeah, so, no, yeah I remember a couple conversations yeah. like that just kind of be patient yeah yeah so wow. I think it just showed how much we just grieved differently even though we weren't doing it collectively like together which ideally that would be the case but just how it, grief just looks so different yeah yeah i appreciate person. you mentioning that because i think that's a, that's a big deal i yeah. think a lot of uh you know a lot of our friends we've had we have a lot of friends mm-hmm. who have gone through uh miscarriage mm-hmm. and it's true uh whenever there's loss everybody grieves in a different yeah. way yeah you would hope that 
you know, you could go yeah. through it together. And in yeah. fact, there are many who are able to right. navigate it together as a, as a couple. But but grief is not ideal, right? Yeah. 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 Grief is, is grief. It's mm-hmm. a loss. It's tragic. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And it would be nice, but that's, you know, not the reality yeah. of it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I appreciate you sharing that because yeah. that's, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. And then even working from a hospice perspective, it's each type of grief is just different because like it's different when you're like losing a parent compared to losing yeah. a spouse to a child. So something that I always work with my family is it's just this grief. It's, it's going to be lifelong. Yeah. It's not something you just get over one day. Yeah. You get triggered at some points. Yeah. Um, but the thing with miscarriage, it's just something that isn't very talked much about because there isn't that that life that you get to live yeah. with the baby and then mm. see past. I mean, we've had friends too that have lost their own children. Yeah. And that like was five, always six year olds. Yeah. Oh, even this nice. year too. So, and so it's, it's hard. It's like a different yeah. type, but it's still really tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine losing one of our three right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's what uh, you said earlier that miscarriage is a silent loss. Yes. And I think that's a yeah. phrase I've, I've, I haven't really heard before but that is that that reveals that's a huge image Mm -hmm. that is now like I get it I can understand that yeah but I think something that helped with the time is just even hearing from other women that had gone through it because the doctor was right it is a really common thing that women go through and they just are either ashamed or just don't want to deal with it or talk about it or it could be women that have struggled with fertility and then they finally get pregnant and then they go through that loss like so it is one of those things that I, sh- I think I still wrestle with, with God, of like, why is this yeah. even yeah, yeah, yeah. something that we have to persevere through endure, or suffer through yeah. or endure? Like, yeah. um, I think one of my friends that had lost their child um, to leukemia hmm. uh, was just like, she would hate it when she would hear things that people like are, oh, well, God has a plan or this mm. is just part of mm. the fact. It was like probably like a dig. Um, mm-hmm. even for me when, because my body was taking so long to miscarry, I've heard insensitive statements of like, oh, well you need to get it removed. Just get the procedure done. Cause it's like poison in your body. Oh, so yeah, I think people just don't really know what to yeah, say or how to <laughs> comfort yeah. and, or yeah. view it. And so, yeah, it's, I don't have the answers, but I, I almost just know that we've seen some bad responses yeah, to it. For yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. But really, it just does take that time for healing, I yeah. think. Well, yeah. probably your experience now, now when you hear it from somebody yeah. else, you're able to at least acknowledge and connect with how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there are times when we do that where we understand, i just going to be here and be quiet yeah. mm-hmm. and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And not even, pr- I mean, we'll just sit in yeah. awkward silence for as long as you, yeah. but the physical presence of being there with somebody yeah. through it. Yeah through grief mm-hmm. is, uh, can mean a lot in the later when they look back, like, yes. man, I was so grateful that you were there. Yeah. The time, yeah. You know? No, that's very true. So um, it also makes my heart like bleed for folks going through it right now Yeah, where absolutely. you can't physically be with people That's right. Oh, yeah. Social and distancing. just them going through grief during and lost during this time. Yeah. So it, it's hard. It's, it's true. a hard thing it's to true. manage. So Johnny, what was going through your head through those, through that time? Like, what what was it that just kept you from engaging with Rochelle with God, just running away to to, your, to use your phrase, you know? Um, well, I consider that the uh, the dark ages. 
of Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, those were the dark years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know how artists have their, you know, their the blue period, and you know this is his his sad state. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like not too many people know that uh, Vincent Van Gogh was different than what people know him for. Like he had a, a, a very, very dark tone painting skulls in very dark colors. It's just what he was going through. I mean, he was probably had a lot of mental is, issues. Cool. I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, does it go to our church? I'm just kidding. Vincent Van Gogh? Who? Honey. Who? I'm just kidding. Okay. I know that is. I got scared um, for a second. So yeah, so I think that that, that, that part of my life, uh, which I'm, I'm still coming out of that. For you sure. Know? Mm, for um, sure. It's been... What just like a year and a half maybe since I was restored, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's still a lot of a lot of junk that's in there. Obviously, you know, in a, you know, transparency. Like you know, we we have questions for the, this mm-hmm. talk so that we could get our our thoughts prepared. And um, yeah, we went through it last night, and I was like crying, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. I cried now. You know, it, yeah. so there's obviously still a still lot there. Yeah, there. yeah, um, it still hurts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I can tell from Rochelle's lack of crying right now that she's grieved more than I have. Oh, but it's <laughs> and, also your characters, right? Because yeah. you kind of mentioned this, like when you're dating and the letter and how you poured your heart out, and she was like, "Okay, yeah. I need to process." I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's sort of like your dynamic, right? Yeah, As a yeah, couple, yeah. like you, you're you kind of your heart's more on your sleeve, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and yeah. Rochelle's a little bit more reserved, yeah. correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the. The, the, the emo kid of the bunch. <laughs> I know. But the, during the, the that time. And yeah. part of my sleeve. But it's funny because during that time, I felt like we were reversed. Like you were very more reserved. Yeah. Okay. And then I okay. was the one having meltdowns like all the yeah. time. Yeah. So, but I think because so, I was going through it physically too. So, so yeah. I think to talk to that a little bit, um, before, I don't want to say before, I, I've always kind of been. Outro, I'm, I'm, I'm an extrovert. Extrovert. Mm-hmm. Introvert. <laughs> I actually think now I'm an introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. That That is an actual thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before I was just straight extrovert. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. love being around people, you know, to have this happen and for me to close off like that. Like mm-hmm. I feel like those four years really just turned me into an introvert. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like a lot of things changed. Yeah. Um, I... Well, we, we, we eventually had another child, Roman, Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. How long after was he? He was born like pretty much exactly a year after the miscarriage. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So that's something we talked about too, is just, you know, not that one baby replaces another, yeah. Right. Yeah. but at the same time, no buts, I shouldn't say but. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Roman just was part of making our family more whole. And yeah. so yeah. we can't yeah. imagine oh, him not sure. with us. Oh, and yeah. so... Um, and he is such a sweet little yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Little Roro. <laughs> he, he loves to snuggle. He's, he's an awesome yeah. boy. Fair warning, this boy is me. So all, <laughs> of, all of my emotions. All the emotions on the sleeve. <laughs> passed into this little tiny man. That's yes. okay. That's good. That's so true. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that, uh, I think I, I, I don't know, like thinking about it now, maybe that's why I like have such a bond with Roman. Not because he's a boy and he's my son. Like, I mean, th- that's there, but yeah. I think that it it could be because, like, I was happy, you know, yeah. that he came to term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he was, he was born. Yeah. It definitely did put stress with every pregnancy to come, because then we also had Quinn after Roman, For that sure. you're almost like on eggshells during the pregnancy, because mm-hmm. you don't know at what yeah. point it yeah. could. But, like, I've even had friends, too, that had 
to deliver stillborn born births right. too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. So you were scared every time. Oh yeah. 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 So you can really enjoy part of the pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what was it? What do you think? Like in those years, right? You're you're there's distance in the marriage. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a wall between you and your relationship with mm-hmm. God that you had enjoyed. Yeah. There's other relationships, friendships, probably that you kind of, you know, arms distance, stiff armed or whatever. Oh, for sure. I, um, it was pretty much everybody yeah. in the church. All um, we were here. How long were we here before I left? Maybe like four months, five tops. Yeah. Cause we came at like the holidays of 2014 yeah. and then yeah. the miscarriage happened like April of. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys know like the holiday yeah. season, you're for not sure. Like you try to stay connected yeah. with, yeah. you know, friends, but yeah. it's the holiday season. So, I mean, that was a little challenging, but, um, yeah. So I probably got maybe like four or five months of like solid, like connection, yeah. uh, you know, like transition into before GLB the, before I decided, yeah. decided to leave. Um, so I, I, there were definitely some, some, some people here that I felt connected with that I blocked them yeah. like yeah. in my phone, like blocked them. Um, cause they, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. yeah, I'll just end it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but Rochelle shared that, you know, you had, you know, talked to her about, mm-hmm. you know, giving him, giving me space yeah. and, you know, just kind of letting me do what I need to do. And yeah. I think I just really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about that until mm-hmm. probably like years later, mm-hmm. but. Cause I was having people come up to me and was like, Hey, Johnny hasn't replied to this. No, I left him a message here and I tried to call him there. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I maybe he missed it. it. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Good hearted. Good hearted. Good hearted people. Absolutely. Good hearted people. Yes. Yeah. They're just yeah. wanting to check in and yeah. make sure yeah. you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a year and a half ago now is when you, well, even before that, it's when we started meeting up and talking yeah, about yeah. your relationship with God and you were trying to get your bearings, start getting your bearings back with your faith and everything like that. Yeah. What were some things that maybe triggered, like you're talking about four years of just ignoring and distancing from everything and then all of a sudden, yeah, <clears throat> I'm curious again or I want to figure this out or... What what happened in that? What transitioned you back into? Well, it, it's I don't. People might be aware of this, but um, I definitely wasn't. Um, I call it the the dark ages for myself because, I mean, before you start following Jesus, everyone's in the darkness, mm-hmm. right? Like you're everyone's lost. Mm-hmm. We all need saved. Um, but I think for me, knowing the truth already, you know, getting baptized, already gaining that salvation, you know, taking on, you know, the cloak of Jesus, Mm -hmm. um, and then leaving that, it's like, man, you know the truth, but you still decided to leave it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's an extra, that's like extra dark. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least that's how I felt. Because for those four years, it wasn't that I just completely forgot about everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't forget the scriptures that I had memorized. Mm -hmm. I didn't forget the things that I knew. But mm-hmm. I still made the decision to not follow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's crappy, yeah. you know? Um, and I, I, I still don't entirely know why it took me that long. Yeah. Um, it could be, you know, fear, uh, you know, of, of reconciling things with myself, with God, with mm-hmm. my wife, with, you know, the miscarriage, with everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With people in Pittsburgh, like, yeah. you know, all of that bitterness that I had built up in myself. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I mean, all, everything of what I just said that that is there, like that's yeah. you know, um, but uh, yeah, I was just unwilling. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I, I became lazy, mm-hmm. yeah. like mm-hmm. spiritually and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when Roman was born, I had uh, I, I wasn't working at the, the, that agency anymore. Um, we you know lost a, one of our large clients, our only client really. Um, and then we went from, I mean, we were a small company to mm-hmm. start with, but we went from like a 70 person company to a 19 person company. Mm. Yeah. You know, so I was middle management. So I was, you know, one of the first to, to, you know, actually I was like the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was happy about it, you know, cause I just didn't want to work there anymore. And I think that I had become so complacent and just so lazy with everything yeah. that I was like, eh, whatever, like, mm. uh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, yeah. I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just go with the flow. And that going with the flow, like I, I mean, uh, I gained so much weight. I became so unhealthy spiritually, uh, physically, and it just, it, it's bad. And I, yeah. I, I think I'm still kind of, like I said, like coming out of that mm-hmm. now. Sure. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get to, it's hard to come back from a point of disparity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think looking back to because he was so so shut down spiritually with me and like other people, I think one of your saving graces was Zoe because she would always ask you to read to her yeah. or to pray with her. Oh, or she'd be like, when are you coming yeah, back to church, was, Dad? Always. Oh, like, always. we're going to go to church. Are you going to come? So like I think it's her me. little, like, yeah. planning. I was like, just, go, go, girl, go do your thing. God <laughs> used her. God <laughs> used so, so, so. So I think that oh, was amazing. probably something that helped in just that little reminder of, yeah. like, you yeah. know, God's still with you. Yeah. So was that something that even when we started doing Bible studies again, was that something in the back of your head that kind of helped you? Like, man, I want to, you see your children now and you're like, I, I need to change to like, mm. if I'm going to, if they're going to do well, I've got to get better here. Was that something there or was um, it? I, I think so. I think that's, that's kind of always in my head now yeah. um, is cause I see, I say Zoe a lot because I feel like she is just so mature for a seven year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like she'll, she craves spiritual things. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like I want to have her desire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, her faith. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 really awesome. That's you incredible. Know? She 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 gets upset whenever we don't read the Bible every night because yeah. wow. we, we have these like you know little kid like story Bibles. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's like our that's know, a part of our nature like, routine. Not, oh my gosh, three kids, yeah, yeah. Can we skip the reading tonight? You you watched a, a full episode of something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bedtime. It's yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I but we, no, it's a good. It's a good. We tried that before. <laughs> yeah, they're so, they're not having it right. So so it has become a part of our nighttime routine, yeah. and I mean. Props to Rochelle because she kind of st- she started it, and Zoe and Roman they both love it. Yeah. And I mean, it started out. Roman's only four years old, but mm-hmm. he's at that stage where he's like, eh, I don't want to pray. And we're like, oh, you know, okay, like it's fine. You know, like, you don't have to pray now. Like, you kind of you know, admonishing him, giving mm-hmm, him gentle mm-hmm. nudges from the back instead of forcing him to do it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's started now, and they're like super tiny prayers. But he'll be. He, I don't. I. It's so cute. You know, having hearing kids pray like mm-hmm. on their own. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you guys. Oh yeah, know yeah. That too, oh, yeah. yeah. But he'll just be like, "Dear God, um, thank you for today, and thank you for the food. Amen." 
and we're like, you know, about to go to bed. So yeah. I'm like, thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, you know, and That's then we, so try, sweet. we try yeah. to teach him, you know, like, well, let's, let's thank God for one thing that you're grateful for, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and then he'll, you know, come up with some like random thing. Usually That's it's cool. like what Zoe says or what, you know, what we say, but still it's like, yeah, he's getting into that, that routine That's as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Zoe, she, she would guilt trip me. You know, like, yeah, like, uh, dad, like we go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays. Like, <laughs> why are you don't doing? you come? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on with you? To be honest, my, my routine turned into, this is a little, little side, hopefully fun. Uh, whenever they would go to church, I would also leave, but I would go to Taco Bell <laughs> and get my brunch. And then I would sit in front of the TV with nobody there. And I would, th- th- that's what I would be doing on Sunday. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying that that was right. That's just where you're at. That's where you're at. That's where you're at. That's what I was. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it was like, it, you feel like it was really Zoe then that sort of like got you to just start coming back and I think uh, she's just probably somebody consistent that would yeah she definitely yeah. was yeah. the, the yeah. one that was yeah. consistent because yeah. Rochelle she was even though I, I felt um, in some ways annoyed that she kept asking to go to you know family group or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that yeah. like I I uh, I feel like she, she was still active in her prayers mm-hmm. and like periodically she would be like oh hey can you know, we have a game night at our house. You know, we can have the family group over. And I was like, yeah, that's great. You know, because I, I turned into the, the guy that didn't want to leave the house. Yeah. Mm. I, I was fine if people came over. I just didn't want to leave the house. Mm. And I think that what that did for me was I became very complacent. And again, I, I became lazy. Yeah. Like I didn't want to, I, I turned into a couch potato. Yeah. The only time I wanted to leave is if I wanted to go to Taco Bell on Sunday, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know that like tongue in cheek, but right. like, that's almost true. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Like I, I would sit on the couch. I would cradle Roman in my arms and we would sleep together. And like, I just didn't want to get off the couch. Yeah. And I mean, that, that just. So you so were bad. kind of in a, you were like in a depression then. I think so. Yeah. 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 For four, for four years, right? You're <laughs> essentially in a depression. Uh, still there. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, but like to, when you're just inactive and you yeah. have no desire to yeah. move and get up and yeah. 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 I, I turned into a, a Lincoln Park song. Oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so I wanted to close out our time by just asking and, 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 uh, end on a, you know, great victorious note because the God has really worked Mm -hmm. in your lives uh, in the past couple years. And I wanted to just ask you, um, where have you seen, uh, even in your relationship with one another, where has there been just some great victory or difference or healing Healing, from those four years of Mm. the dark ages (laughs) of Johnny? Uh, but now the past year and a half or whatever, yeah. he's on a yeah. path of yeah. trying to follow Jesus and do better. How yeah. has that healed your marriage or changed the dynamic? Me first. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, for <laughs> the wife always yeah. first. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it really just tested my faith in just really trusting God and the process and being patient. Really, it really. It, there wasn't, like I said, there wasn't any miracle answer to like get over the grief or anything like that. It really just took time and prayer mm-hmm. and patience. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think for even Johnny and I, we're still working through our communication and healing from mm-hmm. those times. We still yeah. see habits 
kind of come up in our marriage. So we definitely haven't figured it all out. We're still, but I think we're at a place right now where we're willing to work through. Mm -hmm. Um, And in terms of healing from our miscarriage, I think for me and our family is really just investing in something that honors the baby that we lost. Mm -hmm. Like I said, our photography, like Johnny's been really supportive in that, in my business. And then even Zoe bringing her along to shoot sometimes Mm -hmm. and being my person to whatever to model or something yeah. like it's been really yeah. helpful. And so it's almost like it, Eden is still part of our family yeah. in that way. And yeah. I, and I know it'll look different in every family of how, you know, they want to honor their loss of a baby or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, but. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you, Johnny, how about the, in the, in the marriage, how have you seen it be healed in the past year and a half or so? <clears throat> um, well, I, I think first, to, to kind of touch on what she was saying. Um, I, I think it is hard to put like a practical list for sure, you know, to, yeah. to something like this, to, to grief or, um, you know, to what, what we went through, um, because everybody, like we said already, like grieves differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously I, I feel like I am still, still grieving. Um, and maybe even like at the beginning stages, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, yeah, I think that through the time of my restoration, um, I think what really helped us in our communication, uh, at least from my perspective, was honestly that the cultural competency midweek series that we mm-hmm. had uh, from Michael Burns. Because um, I know it wasn't about grief. It wasn't about, uh, you know, like miscarriage per se or mm-hmm. like leaving the church or like even like mental mental health Um, but it, it helped me see that, man, I think so much differently than my wife Mm. and, Mm. uh, my, the way that I think, even though I think that it's wrong, right, it, it, it's not necessarily right for her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I, I think that that really helped me in my thinking to, um, to just be okay with, with certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, and that like, it kind of helped me tear down those walls mm-hmm. and I was able to, um, be okay that she saw things differently than I did. And I think that that's, that's a part of, I, I feel like I, I'll get into like another, <laughs> another topic, another conversation. But, um, I think that that has really helped our communication Yeah, because there was a lot of times where I wouldn't even bring up something because I felt that she was going to like have some kind of like salty remark or she wasn't going to understand or see mm-hmm. things the way that I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm a guy, right? So I want to control everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know if that's like in every man's nature. I'm sure hopefully it's not. Uh, but in my nature, like that, that's, yeah. that was, you know, like yeah. I have to control the conversation. I have to. Um, I have to be right. You know, like yeah. I always have to win the conversation yeah. instead of laying down on my sword. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I remember having conversations after that and I was like, you know what? Like, I feel good. Like we, we don't see <laughs> eye to eye, but like, I feel good. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is this? What yeah. is this feeling? You know, it was like, like yeah. weight was lifted from my you're, shoulders. You're accepting the differences between yeah. you guys and, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. that it's, it's okay. And honestly, what really came out of that was that we actually had the same view. We just thought about getting to the goal differently. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, interesting. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it has That's to cool. do with like, like racial and, uh, you know, like injustices. Cause I, I mean, know. we're in 2020. That's a whole nother. But just as an example. But, yeah. Just yeah. 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 but yeah. I think also just spiritually too, of just being, res- and I need to work through this too, of being resolved with 
why uh, why God allows certain things to happen and not yeah. having those questions answered right now yeah. and just still persevering through mm. our faith during that time. Mm. So yeah. it's tough. I mean, I know it's not like a, a joyous, victorious kind of send off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it is. Think is it? Is. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like you're not perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, one of the things that I'm learning about grief right now, that there's no like end date in yeah. grief. Right? right. There's no like, okay, this is the time where you're going to, you know, be a hundred percent back to normal. That's yeah. not how grief works. Yeah. It's a journey. It's yeah. a process. Yes. And, and, um, we're all working through mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for sharing your story. And Thank you guys. I, I know it's Thank a lot you. of it takes a lot of courage to talk about what you guys are talking about. Um, and I think I just want to commend you guys. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. I, you know, just for our listeners to know too, John and Rochelle were commenting to us beforehand that this is they haven't really talked about this mm-hmm. in, in too much in depth over the years. And so this is kind of the first uh, you know, couple conversations that they've had about this this, this is period. Fresh. It's fresh. It's so fresh, yeah. You know they're processing it even yeah. as we're talking mm-hmm. here today yeah. in, this, in this interview. So I really appreciate Thank you, you guys share, being yeah. willing to do that with us yeah. uh, personally, but also yeah. in a public setting like yeah. this where we're sharing yeah. with listeners that it's okay. I, I lead the media team. I'll just yeah. cut out all my crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we're, we're appreciative too because it, it really has blessed us and give us an opportunity to reflect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, talk about this. this. Is good. So, yeah. So. Thank you guys. All right. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you guys so much, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Embrace the Chaos. Come visit us again and we'll uh, we'll hear some more stories. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Special thanks to our producer, Kyle Umeda. Please connect with us at glbchurch.com. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts or listen to us on our website and leave us a comment. Join us next time as we lean into the joys and chaos of marriage and family life.